Dear Lord, help me impact another leader. In Jesus' name. My leader, you are not lazy. If you're tuned in today, I want you to be encouraged after this because I'm going to remind you of the discipline that is innate within you. This is your host, Certified Life Coach, Mike Jaja. You are now listening to the We Are Leaders podcast coming to you all the way from New York City. You are a part of a community of brick wall runners, leaders who are legitimately overcoming obstacles each and every single day, looking to learn, looking to build leadership, always listening to something motivational to keep them fueled for this journey that God has them on. One thing I ask after this message, make sure you share. That's all I ask. One thing, just share this. Let's legitimately continue to reach people from around the globe. Today's message is convicted by an individual who I met at Starbucks, young teenager that was looking to fit in today. Shout out to him. Shout out for the Holy Spirit to convict me to take the actions that I took at that McDonald's. This is why You Are Not Lazy is here today. Let's speak on this message. My leaders, have you ever felt that you weren't doing enough? Like you want to be in constant motion, you want to take constant actions, but for whatever reason, you don't feel like you're doing enough. And matter of fact, you feel like you're lazy. You really feel like, uh, you're looking at everybody else, they're getting so much done, but you look at your own life and it just seems like, mm, I'm not going anywhere. But you're taking action, you're disciplined every single day, you're disciplined. And in the word, it tells you, you will be rewarded for your labor. But I want to speak to you if you're feeling that way. You are not lazy. You, my friend, who's doing all of those things, you're not lazy. This message is to help you understand that the very fact that you're taking those initial actions, you're doing more than you can even comprehend. Nobody's looking around. You have this level of integrity. And that's what this message is about. I'm fired up right now because I'm at McDonald's on 125th and Broadway. And as I'm sitting there writing scriptures, I had, I'm about to go out and feed these cookies to the homeless. The three cookies I typically get from McDonald's. If this is your first time hearing this, I, what I do over here in New York now is I, I'm i going to get a coffee every day. And this particular McDonald's on 125th Street, every time I get a 
coffee, the receipt comes out. And on top of that receipt, it tells you if you fill out this survey, you're going to get either a free apple pie or a pack of cookies. And these cookies come in packs of threes. I've been doing that ever since my 14-day fast back in January. And tonight, another night, three cookies, separate bags. Today I said I'm going to write a scripture. And I'm going to tear up a piece of paper, write the scripture, put it in each bag. And that's what I'm doing. I'm taking my time. I'm doing it. I'm talking to a partner of mine, Marie, who we shot the short film. If you haven't watched it, it's out now, Breaking the Silence. Jaja's Mike YouTube. J-A-J-A-S-M-I-K-E. Jaja's Mike. Breaking the Silence short film. Also up on Marie's YouTube as well. Marie Shelley. M-A-R-I-E. Shelley. S-H-E-L-L-E. Marie Shelley. Just type in Google. Breaking the Silence short film. Will pop up on the first page. I'm talking to Marie, my leaders, as I'm writing these scriptures. And all of a sudden, there's about a group of teenage individuals. You know, I don't judge folks when they walk in, but a bunch of teenagers, African-American males at this 125th McDonald's security guard in there as well, too. But there's about 10 of them, almost what seems like 10, if I'm not mistaken. Let me go back in my imagination and count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven or eight of these young adults. One of them in particular, as I'm sitting down and I'm looking up, I'm not analyzing the people watching really, but I noticed something. I noticed that this teenage boy. After he finishes his McDonald's and they're all about to get up, he places the drink on top of the ATM machine. And then on top of that, not only does he place his drink on top of the ATM machine, this isn't the problem. The problem was that he was finished. He places the empty McDonald's bag in the back of the ATM. Mind you, leaders, steps away from him, just steps, a few steps away. There's a trash can to his right and a few steps, the exit door in which he would be leaving from. There's a trash can right there. And I come to that McDonald's all the time, quote the workers, and it was just a sense of disrespect to not have the integrity to clean up after yourself legitimately i mean we do it we see it all the time maybe some crumbs you leave on the table and you just forgot about it but to deliberately place a bag an empty drink on an atm machine when literally steps away there are two trash cans in either direction my heart, when I looked at it, my leaders, I'm talking to Marie and I'm, I'm cool, calm and collected. We fired up talking about the short film, what's been happening, how God has been moving, how the people and the commentary and the opportunities that have been coming. And I'm just I'm puzzled because I'm looking at this take place and all I can think in my 
when I get that convicted, my leaders, I used to I used to have fits of rage. That used to be my sin. But I use that and it's still there. But I don't get angry at what I used to be angry about. I use that same passion towards creating platforms like YouTube and, you know, podcasts. I use that energy elsewhere in a more productive way. It's not anger now. It's just I I don't waste my time getting angry. But I was convicted. Having been that convicted in so long, I said, this this guy is about to leave and get up. And nobody's about to check him. None of his boys are about to check him. They're just going to let him do that. They're going to let him do him. And I was just so convicted, my leader. I got up. Because I knew it was going to I knew it was going to play down. I got up. Put the plan on the table. Stop writing. And legitimately, I went over to the young adult. In the midst of the group and the crew, two things could have happened. Either this they're looking at me coming towards them. And either this guy is literally out of his mind. Because literally all eight of us can jump this guy right now. Or the very fact that he's approaching all eight of us right now. This dude got some cojones. <laughs> and this guy must be the truth. This guy must believe that he can take all eight of us. He must have something to say legitimately. Let's listen to what he has to say. By the way they froze, they definitely believe the former, which was this guy is coming and approaching us with conviction. My God, that's the Holy Spirit. That's all I can say. And I approach this individual and I tell him, I call him out in front of everybody. Because it was just that disrespectful. I needed this moment to be implanted. I said, gentlemen, that's your drink, isn't it? There's a trash can to your left. There's a trash can to your right. A few steps. You are a few steps away from the trash can to your left. And there's a trash can to your right. It is utterly disrespectful that you would leave this trash up here on this ATM machine. I grab it and I take it. I say, here, go throw it away. His friends and his boys looking at him because maybe he's never been checked. And then boom, all of a sudden, I said, this bag. He wasn't going to take the bag. I said, this bag's yours too, huh? He said, oh, you already grabbing it, man. Why don't you throw it away? I look at him. Like a mother would look at their child after they didn't talk back to him. He took that McDonald's bag and legitimately went to throw it away. Friends were laughing because he got checked. But the, it was just the, the sense of disrespect that you think because you're around your boys, they're going to tell you something they don't. And then you just think that you can get away with certain things. And what to me, that, that opened my mind to somebody who is going to open up a, a life of being lazy. Just straight up being lazy. I sat back down and his boys started to laugh. And I just asked this young adult, I said, do you play any sports? He looked like he was in his maybe, you know, 15, 16, 17. I don't know. Do you play any sports? He just looked at me like, nah, man, not really, man. Not really. And part of me wanted to say something even more, but I stopped there. The spirit just said, enough is enough, Jaja. 
You made your point clear. He he did what he had to do and he went to the trash can. Dropped it off. But part of me and my spirit just wanted to who I wanted to say some things. Just just don't literally I was just I just wanted to say like don't whatever you do. That character that you're showing of not being willing to show up, to be lazy, that sense of laziness to yourself, not valuing yourself or your stuff or your items enough to do what's right, it doesn't look cool. These young adults, some of them think it looks cool. No, because in the future, when they need to trust somebody with something or an item or a task, they know you are not the one to be trusted with it because you're not going to get the job done. You're going to be lazy. If you take care of your own stuff the way you take care of the way you take care of your own stuff, <laughs> why would I give you my things? What makes me know or understand or believe that the very thing in which I give you is going to be taken with care and with what? I mean, just the sense of beauty. It's like seeing anybody do any type of creative work or anything great. Whether it's sports, basketball, or a job, or an opportunity. And you see the way they conduct themselves every single day, every single time. They're always on point. They stay disciplined. They keep with the regimen. It's like these people you trust and you give them the responsibility to continue to move forward. With whatever task. You give them the higher rank. You give them the higher position. You give them the, the place in leadership roles because you know that because they take care of their own property like this there must be adequate enough to take care of your things <laughs> you give it to them and i told them integrity because if you don't learn to have integrity this is one of the biggest words that was told to me when i was young when i was young this was told to me big time i don't know what adult told me this but he said look up the word integrity and I had to Google it. I didn't know what it meant at the time. I don't even know we had Google at the time. I think we had the Webster Dictionary. I looked at the Webster Dictionary, and as I'm looking at it, I said, oh, this, this, this talks about doing things when nobody's looking. I never understood why you have to do the right thing when nobody was looking because, hey, I, quite honestly, nobody's looking. <laughs> but no, you have to do the right thing when nobody's looking because you get on in life in in your adult years there's many times when you got to take personal responsibility when nobody's able to give you directions nobody's able to control you you need to be able to have integrity to get the things done that you need to get done on your own without any sense of direction and i put the word integrity deep into this moment because i know he was embarrassed and so there's this pain there. It's emotional moment. We remember painful moments. We remember, I mean, moments where we were scrutinized. And so that's why the spirit said, when I, when I said integrity, that's why the spirit stopped me. Because that's all. That's the only word he needed to hear to remember. It probably maybe even triggered something, but it was a sense of integrity. Where's your integrity at? My leaders, you are not lazy. We leaders here today, listen to this podcast, you're not lazy, especially if you've been taking action towards certain things. We see your work is being seen, not only by us, but God sees your work. God sees that you're disciplined. God sees that he can trust you with something that he's going to gift you or give you. And if he can't trust you, he's going to give you what you can manage. It's still a blessing coming your way, but he just can't put you at that level that he needs to put you on. He can't trust you to handle this opportunity right now. So he's not going to give it to you. 
somebody else in this world is not going to give it to you. My leaders, integrity is everything. These things you do in the dark come out to the light. They show somewhere or another. And it may not feel like it's being revealed. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, let me talk about this in Jesus' name. My leaders, you may think some of the things you do in the dark are not affecting the people of the world. But it's like, no, certain things you do, you could have been at this place at this time, but you chose to do this at this time. <laughs> you were maybe supposed to accidentally bump into somebody because that was another task that God divinely set up for you. But because you were here doing this, partaking in that, you missed the opportunity over there. So the beauty is a missed opportunity that never came your way. You're not going to have any type of guilt to feel it because it never happened. But if you, when you start thinking about the what ifs, like what did I miss by not doing this? Or what am I literally, what am I losing out on by not doing this correctly? By not having this sense of integrity, by not keeping this discipline, even if it feels like nobody's showing up, nobody's listening. You cleaning your room, your mother's not around, but you feel like, man, since nobody's not around, no, it's a sense of integrity. It's for you. Because now what you're doing to yourself and behind closed doors, the way you're disciplining yourself, naturally you're going to start doing that in external areas that are outside of your own place of comfort. My leader, you are not lazy. You are not lazy. You're just not. And this story just fires me up because it's just a primal example of why we as leaders need to continue to set the example. Just imagine him continuously throwing his stuff away, maybe even getting to the next level of serving. I mean, you can't get to serving people or others if you're not willing to have integrity on that level. One bag at McDonald's or a drink that's not thrown away because it's your stuff. You're not, you're not going to help other people out. And then when somebody approaches you and you say, why don't you throw it away? We think that people deserve or owe us something. No, nobody owes us nothing. <laughs> nobody owes us nothing. So when we have that integrity, we understand nothing, nothing. Nobody owes us nothing. But if they offer a help, if they offer a lending help, my leaders, you are not lazy. This helps us learn how to serve when we start having integrity. Because now we're so content within ourselves. We're looking for more things to do. We're looking for more ways to spread influence. We're just looking for it. I, I need something. I need something extra. <laughs> you itching to serve. You itching to provide other people opportunities to see more ways to be efficient. You're looking to help. You're looking to serve. And this is what happens when you're not lazy. And you're looking to get things done. And I'm not talking about the the level of efficiency or productivity that, I mean, makes you negate, in, I mean, real task, real life task, you know, being around people or talking to family and things of that nature. You're just so caught up in task. I'm not talking about that, but I am talking about integrity and I'm talking about daily disciplines. If you're doing something daily and it's a discipline, you know, you got to do, you're not lazy. You're not. You're showcasing this beautiful, beautiful level of integrity. And I just want you all to keep that today and know that you're not lazy. But do take time to 
Do the small things. Organize your room. Clean your office. Clean your car. Do take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Clean the surroundings. Clean your home. Clean your apartment. Take out the trash. Wash the dishes. When you go out in the restaurant, pick up the rice that you spill at that seafood Cajun spot. You know, wipe the table down a little bit. Let's not let the server have to, to clean everything because that's his job title. Nah, this our job title. <laughs> so let's serve ourselves better and watch how we serve the world better. This is about self-love. This is about self-love, your self-esteem, your dignity, your identity. What do you want to be known as? Do you want to be known as the person who is lazy? Who could literally you could not depend on this person? Do you want to be known as that? I know I don't. If I always push myself to discipline, beat myself up sometimes when I'm not disciplined because I know I didn't do this. Every day we can be much more consistent. Every single day. And when we don't keep our disciplines, literally, we are not only doing ourselves harm, we're doing others harm. My leaders, you are not lazy. Because you're one of these people who understand integrity and you've been disciplined and your work is not going unnoticed. Don't don't lose hope and think that your good deeds are not going un like literally nobody's no 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 no. Your good deeds, the things you're doing behind closed door, is legitimately being seen by God, the very first and only person who truly needs to see that he can trust you. God. Let's go to prayer, my leaders. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name, Father, I ask that you bless that leader today, that young adult, that young teen, that young gentleman, and just bless his spirit, bless his soul, bless his heart, and allow him to, whatever he's going through, understand his self-worth and his self-value. And Father, give him the ability tonight, after today's interaction with the words that you've placed in my heart and the action that you convicted me to take, Allow him to be moved and never be that lazy again where the sense of integrity and dignity is not felt. Allow him to understand that he too is a leader and he's loved. Somebody cares enough about him to give him correction. Father, I ask that these leaders across the globe listening to the We Are Leaders podcast today are moved and touched to continue to be consistent and persistent in their efforts, in their disciplines. You are not and have not gone astray from them, but you're here today on them. And I just ask that you continue to keep the flow as we move to the weeks and weeks and weeks and the time flies by and goes. Father, keep our hearts pounding and yearning for your spirit. There's certain things this week that we want to go towards truly. Give us the conviction to feel it. There's blessings, blessings coming many ways to my leaders. And we just ask to feel the presence of the fact that we're near it in your word. We just want to hear a word from God, that voice of yours. We truly want to hear it. Father, I just thank you for these leaders. I thank you for their minds. I thank you for their spirits. I thank you for their convictions. I thank you for their blessings because within their integrity, they're teaching many other people around the world so many lessons. And Father, let's address this. My leaders have been praying for growth. 
They've been praying for opportunities and they've been praying for healing. Certain individuals right now this season are coming to me and they just want to be healed. They truly want to be healed because there are certain things and certain test results have come in that have not truly been what they thought they were going to see, especially for being a child of God, right? Father, allow them to see the light that's within some of these results. Allow them to see the light, Father. Allow them to see the light. This is that time, and they need your encouragement more than ever. Father, give them the discipline to not be disappointed in these results, but know that they just still have to be obedient, still have that integrity, and know that this too shall be used as a testimonial to help encourage and uplift and heal somebody else going through a dark time. My leaders, your dark times are going to be overcome and used as a light and a roadmap for somebody else in Jesus' name. My leaders, trust God. Father, continue to protect us. Continue to keep us motivated. Continue to continue to keep us uplifted. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And my leaders, if you continue to keep your integrity, discipline yourself to do what's right, I'm a firm believer that your life will be changed. You are not lazy. We out.